Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is July the 20th, and it is the 128th day of the virus, and we officially are in Luke chapter 4, trying to figure out why the people of Nazareth wanted to throw Jesus off a cliff. And he refers to two things. First of all, the story starts out well, where they were speaking well of him, and then he gets to the nasty part and says, I say to you that no prophet is acceptable in his hometown. But in truth, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah when the heavens were shut up three years and six months, and a great famine came over the land, and Elijah was sent to none of them, but only to Zarephath in the land of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. And we reviewed her heroic act of faith, and I think the offensive part was She wasn't a Jew, and she wasn't in Israel, and she wasn't of the people, and wasn't of the geography, and wasn't of the tribe of the people that I want to be saved. So then it gets even nastier, then he refers to a second thing, and that is that there were many uh, lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet of, of Elijah, and none of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. So we find in Zarephath a heroic act of faith, her last morsel of flour, her last little jug of oil. And we find in Naaman this humble act of faith, or what I would say, because I know humility is uh, difficult because I know a guy, is a heroic, humble act of faith. And I say that because... For all of of Naaman's bravery, and he's known as a brave person, humility seems to be the hardest thing for him, and so let's not underestimate how hard it was. So when the people of Nazareth heard about these two things, they were filled with wrath. So what's so hard about what happens to Naaman? So that's in 2 Kings chapter 5, and uh, Naaman gets a messenger sent out to him from Elijah saying, go wash in the river. And Naaman becomes angry saying, behold, I thought that he would come out and stand and call upon the name of the Lord and wave his hand over the place and cure the leopard. And then he refers to two uh, rivers in Syria. And he says, are not Abana and Parfar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? And frankly, the answer to that is no. If they would have worked, he wouldn't have had to come all the way to Israel to get healed. And then he asks, could I not wash in them and be clean? And the answer is no. Absent the Lord's activity and the Lord's prophet and the Lord's river and the Lord's people and the Lord's place, no, he couldn't be saved. He couldn't be healed. But he doesn't like this. So he turns away in in a rage. This is from 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 12. And he's just pouting, and he says, can I do this my way? And his servants talked to him. His servants came near and said to him, and of interest, this the servant of Israel, she doesn't even have a name. All we know is that she's young, she's female, and she's associated with the land of Israel multiple times. So she doesn't even have a name. She just has a, a country and affiliation. And these servants are kind of anonymous. But his servants came to him and said, Come on, my father, it is a great word that the prophet has spoken to you. Will you not do it? Has he actually said to you, wash and be clean? 
And then Naaman, so he goes down and dips himself in the river seven times, according to the word of the man of God, and his flesh was restored like a little child. I like that part. So he comes with $4 million, and it's something that money can't buy. He has a letter from the king. He has the favor of the king. He enjoys a good reputation. All of that is worthless in the activity and in the salvation and workings of God. And we have a pouty, prideful Naaman saying, I don't like, first of all, that I'm not okay. Obviously, who wants leprosy? Who wants uh, spiritual lack? And then if we spiritualize this story just a little bit, he's, he's saying, I don't like that I need to be saved and that I need to be healed, that I'm under the law, that there are requirements of God, that the New Testament language would be that you must be born again and that the Spirit has to work in me. And I think he's saying, at least initially, he's presuming I'm a great person from the great land of Syria and the, a great general in a great country, and my whole world is orbiting around myself, and he has to change his orbit around the Lord. What's offensive to the Jews, and what is great news to Naaman, is that salvation has come to the non-Jews, just a little bit in, in, at this point, but eventually it will come to the non-Jews in a in a big way but we in our in our way say I don't want salvation to come to people who aren't like me I don't want salvation to come to the Iranians I don't want it to come to the Assyrians I don't want to come to people from India or I don't want you know just pick your non non group of people who was ever not like you and we all get pouty because my ways are not the Lord's ways so I think what's offensive about this is that my ways are not your ways, O Lord, and that you are Lord of salvation, you are sovereign of salvation, and you do things in ways that I don't understand or I don't like, and I don't even like the ways of salvation, though that it's by faith. I'd much rather have it be by might and by millions and by bravery and by favor and by works so aren't we all just like Naaman, pouty and, and arguing with God? And don't we all need the Lord in the same way and have to humble ourselves before the Lord and receive this great gift that he's, he's given us in salvation and healing in, in Naaman's case? And we're, we'll find that he comes to faith here uh, tomorrow. So there's one more thing just to whet your appetite, that's really, really, really offensive about this story that we haven't even got to, uh, and it involves this uh, assistant pastor of of uh, Elijah, and his name is uh, Gizai, and we're going to talk about him tomorrow. In the meantime, oh Lord, I need you, I believe in you, your ways are not my ways, your ways are higher than me, and Lord, help my brothers and sisters as they may maybe as well perform heroic acts of humility today in bowing the knee to you. Amen.